0: seat and turn with me, if you will, to Luke chapter 23 in the Church Bibles, page 1060. As we think a little bit more now about the Redeemer, the Lord Jesus Christ, and his death on the cross. So Luke chapter 23. By this point in the story, Jesus has been on trial, he's been led out, he's been nailed to a cross. And we're going to pick up the story at verse 44. And and as I read and as you follow along, have this question in your mind. What is starting to be destroyed? What is starting to be destroyed? Verse 44. It was now about noon and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Just have a quick scan back through whilst I get a couple of things. What is starting to be destroyed? In those verses. You can discuss with the people around you as well. So. I think one of the things that is starting to be destroyed. Is the temple. Do you notice that? As Jesus dies. The temple. Is starting to be destroyed. So I'm going to stick this up. Um, up here so we can all see it. Big picture of the temple. Now. For the Jewish people. The temple. Was a very, very important building. And one of the reasons why it was so important was because inside this bit, through these doors and then through another bit, was a special place called the Most Holy Place. And the Most Holy Place was where God lived on earth. And so the temple was very important. You see, for the Jewish people, for them to be able to worship God, they needed to go to the temple. For the Jewish people to be able to have access to God, they needed to go to the temple. And so therefore, there's a bit of a problem, isn't there, in our passage? Because the temple is starting to go. That's a bit of a problem, isn't it? See, if if the temple is starting to go, well, how on earth are the Jewish people going to worship gods? The temple is starting to go, how on earth are God's people gonna have access to God's? But we don't need to worry because actually Jesus throughout his ministry has said time and time again that we don't need this temple anymore. Now, yesterday morning, Lucy and I got back from holiday, and unfortunately, we'd um, left some food um, in our house over the holiday. Um, So this is um, what we found. Um, There's a loaf of bread. There are some bananas uh, and a chili in there. Some milk, not in the fridge. A nice baguette. And somewhere in here are some nice furry strawberries. The milk stinks. Oh, it's furry. The, brown is, the bread is brown, and you can hear the baguette. That's pretty solid, right? This food, it, it used to be useful. It used to be edible. It used to be good. But now, all of it... Out of date. Not useful anymore. Jesus says the same is true of this temple. This temple is out of date. It used to serve a purpose. It used to serve a very, very good purpose. But now it is out of date. It is no longer needed. And the reason why we don't need this temple anymore is because it has been replaced. Replaced by something better. That's right, the new temple. Through his death, Jesus is getting rid of the old and he's bringing in the new. And the new temple is Jesus himself. Now that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Jesus the temple. After all he's he's not a building, he's a person. Why does Jesus say that he is the temple? Would well, you remember what's so special about the old temple, the place where God dwelt? Jesus, the place where God dwells. The old temple, the place where you had to go to in order to worship God. Jesus, the new temple, the person we must go to to worship God. The old temple, the place of access. Jesus, the one we must go to in order to access God. And this is wonderful because if we compare the new temple with the old temple, well, the new is, is so, so much better. So, so much better because with the new temple we have much better Access. You see, inside the old temple was a massive curtain. A massive curtain that hung down just in front of the most holy place. And, and for God's people, this curtain was a very visible reminder that they had restricted access. Restricted access to God. You see, only one person could go through this curtain. The high priest. Only the high priest could go through. And the high priest, well, he had to check his calendar because he could only go on one day a year. All the days crossed out apart from the 5th of October. And not only could only one person go, and not only did he have to check his calendar, well, he had to do a whole load of things before he could go, a whole load of sacrifices. And so, you see, God's people had restricted access. Now, of course, they they did have access to God, but it was very restricted indeed. God's people had restricted access with the old temple. The curtain was the reminder of that. As they saw it regularly, they would have been reminded we have restricted access to God. But remember, this is the old temple. And through his death, Jesus starts to get rid of the old, starts to get rid of the old things and bring in the new things. And what gets destroyed first? Look down at the verses with me. What gets destroyed first of the temple? The curtain. The curtain destroyed. As Jesus dies, curtain torn in two. What does this mean? Better access. Much better access indeed. Let's think about it. In the old temple, one person, the high priest. New temple, all of God's people, all Christians everywhere have access to God's. In the old temple, this one person could go once a year. New temple, God's people can go whenever they want to. Access to God whenever we want to, not just one day a year, all the time. Old temple, one person, one day a year, and they've got to do a whole load of things before they can get there. New temple, no more sacrifices to be done. See, with the old temple, restricted access. New temple, unrestricted access. All of God's people. All the time. No more sacrifices. But you might think, well, how is this possible? The reason why they had to do all this stuff was because God is holy and humans are still sinful. And God doesn't change. He's still as holy. Humans are still just as sinful. How on earth do we have this access? Well, let's just look down at the verses again. What happens between noon and the time when Jesus dies? Darkness. Darkness over the entire land. Darkness in the Bible is a symbol of God's judgment. The reason why we can have this unrestricted access is because all of these sacrifices that the Old Testament was pointing towards fully and finally done in Jesus' once for all sacrifice. Sacrifice fully paid for. And so if our trust is in Jesus, if he is our Lord and Savior, that means we have unrestricted access to God. Through the old temple, God's people had restricted access. But through Jesus' death, he's starting to get rid of the temple and then it goes fully and finally. And so God's people now, unrestricted, unrestricted access. All of God's people, all of the time, paid for by his sacrificial death. A few moments just to think. Why not pray on your own? And then the musicians will start and we'll sing a closing song.